So hi, I'm going to do this podcast here with Pat from Milk. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired you to start the project and what does the project name mean? Um, Like the band name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I've told this story. <laughs> um, it's it's really underwhelming, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, Me and my friend Jack, it was just a few years ago, we were just like doing other stuff and we kind of just were like, let's just start a dumb project just for kind of fun. No, no real strings attached. Just like, we'll just like, like literally, like literally the, the first plan was like, let's just like rip off everything that's trendy right now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that like, that was literally the first EP was like, anyway, uh, it was like, it was like sort of a joke thing. Um, anyway, but yeah, that, so the name, obviously we didn't put a ton of thought into it and so we had chosen milk but then like when we were trying to create like social media and all that kind of stuff we were like oh this is pretty generic and so i literally just added a k and i was like yeah this is probably fine this is perfect perfect yeah yeah yep and so you didn't expect this to get like off the ground at all i guess not really i mean we uh yeah like i was doing some other stuff at the time and touring a lot with other artists and um jack was had his studio in in the twin cities and yeah so it was just kind of like uh it was just kind of like uh yeah just like a throwaway let's just make some stuff that sounds like a vibe and you know we, we literally didn't put like 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 pretty minimal thought was involved which i feel like usually that's how things go or at least the things that have gone well for me throughout my career like it's always something that i didn't like hyper plan it was just like Mm -hmm. oh i just threw this out there and then it it it, you know someone liked it so yeah yeah Yeah. solid that's awesome (laughs) yeah yeah so uh congratulations on your newest release myco how do you felt the response to it so far um it's been cool i mean we uh you know i've kind of with you know i've done a, a handful of projects the last few years and and milk being one that i have have really focused on in the last few years um you know i've kind of seen different waves of hype or like social media stuff go on and that stuff just comes and goes as part of it but um the i what i really liked about this album is that again it, it in a, in a different way, it felt like getting back to the roots of just like making, like it kind of was, the, the idea was like, I wanted to get back to the roots of like making things in the way I made them kind of like when I was first starting to write music, when I was like, you know, 14 or whatever, 13. Mm-hmm. And that concept is like when, when you're just making stuff and you, you're not involved in like the business of it that much, you, you're just kind of creating freely versus like, you know, I've spent, I've been in Nashville for like seven years now. And so I've been in and out of different circles and stuff where it's kind of like you create for different purposes. And sometimes mm-hmm. the purposes are very much like, well, we need this, this exact type of thing to fit this kind of mold. And that, you know, that serves its purpose, but there's times when you feel like, oh, I'm not really creating freely or I'm not really expressing in the way I want. So I feel like kind of the thing with, milk in general was especially after that first ep which again was just sort of like a 
haha, like, let's just make these yeah. songs. After that, it was kind of this, this continuous climb to like find that artistic freedom and that artistic like uniquity. Um, mm-hmm. At least for me, it was. And so I, what I really liked about this album is it, it's not like it's, I put a ton of thought into it uh, artistically and, um, and like conceptually, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't really like something that I was like pinpointing every fine detail. It was more of just, I, I like to think of it as like our first album was kind of like a much more meticulously crafted pop album. Whereas this one was just kind of like creative throw up. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, mm-hmm. get all the, the, the like gut reaction recorded yeah. like like not not as not as like edited not as like not as like refined and just make it be expressive and so yeah. I think from what I could tell it seems like people felt that and could and could feel the kind of the the how diverse it is and how uh, mm. I mean obviously I think like you know i do think it's a well-produced album but it's it's also very raw in a sense it's it's not as like song crafted if that makes sense so i think people felt that i think they could feel that it was like a a a very special vibe and a very like like uh unique experience um so i mean that was my goal i you know, coming to this album, especially after COVID, you know, everything kind of slowed down for us. And so I just was like, I don't care what this album does. I don't care if it does really well or does something or nothing or whatever. I just think it needs to be out there because I, it's, you know, art has value regardless. And I thought that this did. And so I was just happy that it was out and it seems like people were experiencing it in the way I wanted them to hopefully experience it. And it was a very cathartic album for me to create. And it, it, it really made it by the end of it made me a better artist and a better writer and all these things. And so I, I, I think people could, could feel that depth and that purpose in it. And so, uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty long story short, I was pretty, pretty pleased just to see that people were experiencing what I was trying to put out there. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you described it like the best way possible, which was just like the creative vomit. And that's kind of what I felt when I listened to it. It was just like, I was taken aback by all the sounds that I was hearing and it was definitely like a trip (laughs) on that first listen through it. Totally good. Good. (laughs) So hopefully I got the feeling that you want me to feel. I'm I'm not sure. Awesome. Um, so is there any meaning behind the uh, album name or the cover art? Um, yeah, I mean, I was just talking about this with someone I think last night. Uh, yeah, so the name, it was just like a made up name to me. I originally was like, before I started actually doing some solo music again late last year, uh, I had thrown around that idea like a year before. And um, when I was doing that, for some reason, that that word, Michael, which literally means nothing, uh, came in my head. And I was just like, oh, that would be like a cool project name, um, whatever. And so I sat on it. And then I ended up deciding I'm not going to do, I'm just going to focus on this album right now. And then we'll see after that what I want to do. Um, and so as far as like just 
doing a, a new project and actually, you know, a side of solo project stuff. Um, so what was I saying? Yeah, the, the, it ended up instead of being like a project, it became this character. And I think that, I think the reason I chose that as the album name is just because the, you know, there's, there's kind of a lot of characters in, involved in this narrative, this, this album narrative. And there's a lot of, you know, and some of it's like only I'm going to know at the end of the day, cause like yeah. no one can read into it as much as like, I made it up in my head, but like, hopefully people can pick up on some of the narratives um, that I tried to, you know, put in there. Uh, and frankly, I don't remember half of them in the moment. Like I was like, yeah, this is cool, cool. And then I look yeah. back and I'm like, um, I don't remember everything, all the details of this, but cool. Holds mm -hmm. up. Anyway, so yeah, it kind of sent the, I, I call it an opera a lot because I see it as kind of like this you know, it's not a rock opera. It's a, it's a pop opera. It's like an old hip hop opera. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, it kind of centers around this kind of like, yeah, I don't know, like the, you know, the ego character, this character, this like, this like, I always, I kind of always refer to it as like a shadow of yourself, like the, mm -hmm. the side of you that craves certain things that are not helpful for you or not not actually ultimately fulfilling like fame or money or or uh even like things that are normally good like respect or whatever like all these things that people chase after especially in the in the art uh music realm mm -hmm. so that that was kind of like the main point of it was like there's all sorts of offshoots of that in different narratives but the 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 main kind of focal quote unquote character so to speak was this kind of like this dichotomous character against my my self which I mean that's the point is that you have both right but um anyway yeah so that was kind of the theme the, the artwork uh honestly I think that was just I think we were so fast and loose with the art like I think I just took that picture when I was over on a trip working in um Israel last year it was like a picture of the Dead Sea or something mm -hmm. Or like the sky and i was just like oh this looks nice it's a sky and uh you know it, it felt there's a uh, within the album there's a lot of like dichotomy of light and dark and like nature versus like 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 city almost or like or like futuristic uh like 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 pure versus corrupt uh yeah any sort of dichotomy might find like even in the production like distort like heavy distortion paralleled against like you know clean like yeah um or like heavy auto-tune robotic against like you know very you know raw real sounds so we kind of like creating that that all that dichotomy and that like battle between all these polars so the the thought with that was kind of like here's this beautiful backdrop uh you know classic just cloudy sky uh and then the the kind of font choice or design we picked we went with was like a more futuristic vibe to kind of a little bit offshoot offset that and then you know the like the little it's just, it's just simple we didn't put a ton of thought into it but those are kind of the main points of the juxtaposition and then i just really liked scanning things so that's why we kind of like did the scanner thing it wasn't like oh this is perfect i was just like no scanning's fun let's just do that um <laughs> yeah 
but then yeah there's a little star in the middle mm-hmm. and that's just obviously just representing like the the whole like you want to be a star narrative like this this chase after claim or like you know fame or uh, success i guess so yeah yeah that's a little bit of it in a nutshell okay wow you put a lot of thought into like every detail and as you said even if you can't like remember every little detail you still like like i'm sorry um that's crazy (laughs) that's awesome yeah. I mean, I could go on for a long time, but it would just, it would take like eight hours and I'm <laughs> going to fall asleep. So, but yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of, I did, I did put a lot of thought in the, in the story and I'm glad I did. And, uh, I, I just hope that as people continue to listen or if someone new picks it up and takes a listen, I'm hoping that, you know, even if it's only bits and pieces, um, I'm hoping people can somehow feel their way around in these in these narratives and this this kind of little universe that's created in this in in the in the record and um hopefully people can take away what they need to at -hmm. the end of it which ultimately i mean the message at the end of the record i think it's pretty obvious but like the message at the end is you're supposed i mean you're supposed to ask yourself like regardless of what your what your thing is that you're chasing after like whether it's like acclaim or success or money or, or, or power or even things that could potentially be like, you know, good things. But if you, if you become like obsessive over them, like even things that are not bad inherently, like, like identity, um, like, you know, like who, who am I as a person? Like, and then you're putting so like for me as an artist, it's like, I'm an artist, but then if all I do is focus on that and, uh, you know, then all, my whole life hinges on the the success or failure of my work and my art. And, and I can't, you know, live in the reality of, of, of separation from that. So I'm hoping that, you know, people get to the end and they recognize that the, the long, you know, long story short message of the whole record is basically like, ask yourself if this is, if, it's worth sacrificing the, the the truly good things in life, which are, you know, peace and contentment and love and joy and patience and, you know, uh, friendships, family ships, you know, like, um, yeah, just it's 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 coming to it's coming to grips with the fact that the thing that you may think you need is actually destroying you. So yeah, yeah. Wow, I feel like you just answered like all of our questions, <laughs> but you didn't. You didn't. But I'm I'm just amazed about like just the amount of depth and thought that just went into this project. So thank you for that. I love when bands and artists do that. So that's sick. Um. So what was your writing process like for this album and how does it differ from your first release? I remember you said your first release was kind of just like a haha, let's just joke about this and put this out and now you're actually yeah. taking this project more seriously. So can you tell me about that? Yeah, it's kind of an evolution. I mean, like when we like I said, we, when we started a couple of years back, it was just like let's just write some fun songs. We'll just kind of do what's trendy right now. No no thought, just fun, mm-hmm. you know, head empty. Um, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, like it was fun, but like there was no like purpose behind it, which is fine. I don't know, it's fine, it was fun. But like once I realized that people kind of liked what was going on at that time, I was like, oh, well, I don't 
like I I I don't get down with that like even though in that moment it was just for fun but like I didn't I was like no that's not what I want so yeah um yeah we kind of I think each project kind of took on a life of its own and I think in the you know even though I like where I'm at now more than where I was a few years ago artistically I think that um I think that in the moment for each release I was genuinely like I was genuinely invested in making sure I was putting my and our like best foot forward when it came to artistic integrity when it came to the craft and the, and the skill sets and um but like yeah you know in general uh, one big difference on this album compared to most of the other projects was this one was a lot more collaborative like a lot of the other projects like i was mostly just at the helm you know there was other contributions but i was kind of holding the reins you know 90 percent of the time Whereas this project, yeah, like I, I, I definitely still somewhat steer the ship just because I feel like every every artist or group or collaborative effort kind of has that person oftentimes. But um, I this one was a lot more like a lot more collaborative. Like me, uh, I brought in a couple outside friends to help me write a couple songs or produce a couple songs, which is which is rare for us um and for myself in general uh mm -hmm. only like only like two songs but still and then um the first and last songs i think uh but then um like john also was like much more involved in this record and like the writing and like production ideas um and so i would just say in general i think one reason why this album shines additionally is um it it has a few more cooks in the kitchen so you get a little bit more of a, a unique flavor yeah uh compared to even just like the last album um and just you know over time artistic preferences change change and stuff too so like there's just a, a, a new headspace in this record but yeah i think i think the collab collaborative aspect of several of the tracks uh you know were made it something that was a little more uh little more i don't know just like a more of a soup of ideas versus like got more of you know just my own thought yeah um, yeah that makes sense well i'm glad you brought up headspace because i would like to ask where your headspace is at while you're writing this mm, good good transition thank great, you uh, <laughs> great transition good good work um yeah uh, let's see i think I, some of the songs on it i think i wrote like fall of, of 2019 mm -hmm. like there was a couple not very many like or i like would make some of the beats or tracks back mm -hmm. then um yeah i mean it was kind of all over i mean i just i think my mind at that time was in a headspace of you know with our first album it's not like we ever had like a hit or anything and so we, everything was pretty underground and still is or underground what are you going to call it like small like not not mainstream or you know whatever um but then at that time around the first album i felt like you know somehow somehow i had drummed up plenty of just with twitter and stuff it was for some for whatever reason at that time maybe it was the time frame maybe it was just what i was doing or maybe it was just how i what i thought was important 
I felt like I was able to drum up a lot of hype around that album. Yeah. So that went well for us when it came to touring and that went well for us when it came to selling merch and hype and stuff. But then as that stuff died down and kind of, you know, the, 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 the fan, like fans that genuinely cared about the music kind of stuck around and like, you know, just the like social media, blah, blah, kind of wore off. That was, that was a, a hard thing for me to swallow. Cause I was, I was, dis I was, I was associating again kind of the tie into the theme i was associating success um and like the value of my work against like how many against attention so i thought that attention was the valuable thing and again it's like yeah if you're making stuff you want to be perceived but what are you being perceived for and so you know it was kind of a flip like so on one on one sense it it you know that kind of year after that album was out and then into the next year as the out al as this album and the previous EP were being made and released and all that stuff. Um, it was, it was a time for me to really sit back and reflect on, you know, what am I trying to do with my work and am I, what matters with this? And so what I walked away with, you know, as I was working on this one was the fact that I think I had, because at the time that was such a novel concept to me of, oh, like there's like attention here, that's cool to see. But then I wasn't asking myself, um, is this for the right reason? Are people, am I receiving this attention uh, because my, like people are actually like genuinely invested in, in the art and it's the art is affecting them or is, is um, much of this attention simply from being creating some sort of presence online. And that's, that's, that's where kind of the, the, you know, stuff hits the fan. And so I think going in musically, the thought process was, I don't care about um, how I'm perceived. I'm going to put out something where I slash we, whatever. And I hold this to this day, like now as I'm, working on my own solo stuff still. And as this Milk album has come out, I, I don't really care how, um, how I'm perceived as an artist. I just want people to experience the work. And if that draws them in, then that's it. Like, you know, yeah, I'm still gonna crack my jokes or whatever, or say what I wanna say, but I, I just don't, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a difference of importance. And so with that heads, with that headspace in mind, making the album, it was a cathartic process of unpacking that in a way and um, going through like, okay, here's all these things that I've chased for a long time. Why have I been chasing them? Where do they actually lead? Are these the pathways I actually want to go down? you know, what, what's the real, why am I like motive? Why am I doing these things? And why am I feeling these ways in different scenarios? And so it just led to really unpacking that in that record of, of diving into that, that egocentric and selfish, you know, yeah. attention seeking mindset versus the mindset that says, I'm okay with anything and whatever happens, I'm just going to put something out there that I care about. Exactly. Um, and uh, so 
Um, and then, I'll, you know, even just diving into other things like that I hadn't really dove, dove in, dive in, dived, <laughs> dove, uh, went into. Whichever one. There you go. All, all of the above. Okay. Uh, much before, um, like, you know, on, on this record was some of the first songs where I dove somewhat into my, you know, relationship with my wife more or like I dove into my relationship my like into my faith more or into like just even the concept of creativity in general like like there's like a character kind of dedicated to even just like the, the creative concept and um so it was it was I guess at the end of the day that I walked away from it with it was a very cathartic experience and that that plus like doing a lot of therapy over the last year not only for career related stuff but just in general but that that just created such a massive like mental shift uh of excuse me um just a huge mental shift of how how i perceive how i work and like you know how i perceive success and then like when something good does happen like how you don't, how, how to work towards not letting that go to your head. And then if something bad happens or you fail, how to not let that go to your heart and make you think that, you know, it, so it's, it's just finding that balance. And, you know, so I guess the, the older I get and the, the more I, I, I mean, this, I mean, this is my job like every day. So like the more I do it, you just, I just have learned more and more about how to manage expectations while still like, pouring yourself into it um and just recognizing the value of the work on its own and then um regardless of how it's how it's perceived from like an industry perspective like as long as it's as long as people are resonating with the work or the work is resonating with them but when i say the work i mean like a project or a song or an album or the art yeah. or whatever um if people are resonating with it uh that ultimately matters and that's going to build a longer lasting relationship between listener and whatever project it is mm -hmm. um versus like haha funny instagram posts. Yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. yeah yeah so i think it was just yeah that it was it was a it was a long it was a long process and you know i'm i'm never perfect at that stuff still i and i still struggle with different things now and then but i, I feel like i'm just in a, a much healthier mindset and a much healthier relationship with my own work both in the sense that i don't criti criti criticize my own work as much like i'm very proud of what i do and like i think i'm really good at what i do as you should i'm, com I'm confident but at the same yep. time i'm also not tying like the success or failure of different things i put out as much to like my own just like identity as a as a person so yeah long answer but i yeah just a very a much needed growth uh year yeah definitely okay that was a, that was a really good answer thank you i'm loving your answers <laughs> me too Great. they're they're awesome <laughs> so while listening through the album what band or artist influences pop out the most to you if any well yeah i mean obviously i listen to other stuff and I get inspired at different times by different things but I think that's the thing I've also learned to do in the past couple of years is you know there's a difference between inspiration and influence or like there's a huge difference between 
inspiration and um, uh, what do you want to call it? I don't want to say, I'm not trying to say as extreme as like copying, but like, like I want someone to listen to my work and not be like, oh, this is cool. It sounds kind of like this band or this artist. It's more like, oh, this is cool. I haven't heard this. Um, and I think I've finally got to a point with what I do that I feel like I've kind of reached that spot of artistic uniquity. Like people, like whether it's my own solo stuff or the Milk stuff, I think, well, obviously the Milk album is just kind of all over the place. So you can't really be like, oh, this is a Milk song per se. But like, maybe that's the thing is that, you know, you know, it a lot it's I've we've allowed it to be that and maybe that's the thing but yeah. even just on my own stuff like there's there's production choices and lyric the way I do lyrics that I think is just my thing and like I think you know I've sent demos to friends and stuff or like unreleased tracks and they'll just be like yeah this is like 100% a pat track and I'm like mm-hmm. good that's what I want exactly um uh wait so I got I got sidetracked for a second um <laughs> okay what was the question again what band oh, artist influences artist influence. here now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of answered it though yeah you kind of did yeah you've got sure. your own sound exactly yeah you did. i uh i will say like i you know i know a lot of people don't aren't aren't huge fans um more maybe more of the person than the music but i'm i've always been a very very big um kanye west fan oh, yeah. i just i'm i'm like you know obviously i'm not a I'm not a rapper, but I would say that hip hop and rap and stuff is one of the more heavy, heavily listened to genres in my, you know, daily life. So there's obviously a lot of influence in that space. Just like there's a lot more production choices from that, that realm. And even on this album, um, but I would say, I would say some, but yeah, Kanye's kind of my like, you know, even though he, he's just kind of a chaotic person, he's, yeah. I just think he's, he, I just think he's such an important artist, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of whatever he's doing. And so I, that's for me, like, I'm, I'm always like very inspired. I'm not even by particular sound, but more by the, the approach of, you know, again, it's the same approach. I'm going to be my own artist. I'm just going to do whatever I want. And that's, that's the inspiration I've taken kind of from him. Yeah. Um, I would say some other things uh, like even like, so, I mean, if, if I'm going to compare stuff, like even like on the track black lights on the album, like, so true there's definitely influence uh on that record from like kanye's album yeezus which is like a super dark like electronic weird distorted album and we were kind of like let's just like do something in in homage to that you know yeah you did it very Um, well great uh yeah like there's that there's uh i i got really into like electronic music over the last year so just Mm -hmm. a lot of like like kind of like just different types of electronic music and like so there's definitely some like some like house inspiration on some tracks there's like uh there's just yeah a little bit more in that space on a few tracks um i'm trying to think of anything else uh that like really i mean i'm i i would say even not even so much musically speaking but just even like more maybe cultural influence or like um just like different different uh art art forms in the world like internationally like as i've stated many times and if anyone who follows me or knows me knows i'm just a big like anime fan and like a big fan of like japanese culture in general and 
like I've done a lot of collabor collaborations recently with like a lot of Korean artists or like Japanese artists. Um, and so there is a lot of inspiration in the, and even back this album was, you know, you, m most of it was made like a year ago, but there's a lot of inspiration. Like even some of the song names are like influenced from like Japanese language or like um, anime kind of things. Like, like there's the track, um, it's it's there's there's a lot of interlude tracks on the album so there's the one track called yon and it's kind of like a poem yeah um and that was a play off of so that that character this like yon character is sort of a represent representation of creativity hmm. and yon is japanese word for four the number four and four is like my enneagram type um which the the you know like a personality typing mm -hmm. and uh that the type four you know i don't go deep on that stuff but like it's basically like seeks create you know is creative seeks to be unique seeks to like have identity from you know a special a, a unique identity sort of thing so mm -hmm. that was kind of like that was kind of like you know the inspiration there like even like there's the other track that precedes um the kind of like Trappy Bossa Nova track. Uh, it's the it's called Tashi. It's right for that Lemon Lime track. Um, and that was a play. The Tashi character is like kind of a self character, like the self aware yeah. presence. And so, ta like with Tashi being like the Japanese word for like I or like self. And so I just like you know took a part of that word, kind of you know Englishized it, and um, like that was that was kind of how I made. So yeah, I, there there was like some cultural influence just when it came to like creating the the, the space it lived in. I, I kind of described the album a few times as like an anime, alt hip hop opera. Yeah. <laughs> like if I could, if I had like a huge budget and I could like make a movie based on the album, it would just be like a crazy anime. So uh, yeah, I, so musically, obviously, you know, different things, but overall, trying to just not pull things in from other spots and just literally do whatever our gut was telling us and, and then pulling in some inspiration from like more visual sources or more like like different you know um like like international inspirations of, of in inspiring you know inspiring uh other other art in the world sort of thing yeah so wow oh my okay. god again your answers are like blowing my mind you're yeah um so this question yeah, should I'm just, be i'm just trying to keep things interesting yeah you, you are yeah. you are you've got oh a lot to say a lot of good <laughs> things good to thing. say that's a yeah. good thing yeah I, ra I ramble a lot anyone who talks to me is like bro you gotta stop but then no. I, I just like oh i gotta dive in your your press person's like we'd like it, you to keep it to 30 minutes and we hit the 30 minute mark and we're nowhere near done so <laughs> oh that's fine i I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're good, we're good. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. So this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. <laughs> Don't say it all at once now. Yeah. I know. Well, I'm trying to decide which direction to go here. Okay, that's fair. Because uh, I've already I've already said, like, like my, my first thing I was going to say was, like, I'd, I'd already used it in the last answer, like anime pop opera. Mm -hmm. But I guess, can I swear on this podcast? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, I guess if I had EF3, I would just, just say, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's perfect. Okay. That's great. 
it's uh it's that's the reaction i got from a lot of people it's just because it was like i don't really know what to make this but it's a vibe like it's all over yeah. the place but it's it's a vibe and it's cohesive somehow and then like okay cool that's the goal so all right that was That's pretty perfect. much my review when we chatted that about was, it on the podcast. It was just, yeah. what the fuck did I just listen to? But it was it was a good one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. So where do you see the project in the next five years? Honestly, I don't know. I um, We don't have any, like, we don't have any plans right now. I mean, obviously, COVID just kind of everyone got a little tanked from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... I'm just I'm just happy that album's out. It needed to be out. It's 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 a piece of work in its own right. And I think honestly, I think we'll probably just chill for a little bit. Like, you know, there's no touring going on. Like it's not like we can tour on the album. I just, you know, I think I just hope people new new people discover the album over the next several months and you know, maybe we can build off of that. Um, but I think, you know, kind of to touch, to continue off of some of the thoughts from before, it's just kind of like, I can't, I can't control one, the world at large Two, I can't control my own existence. Like, you know, it's out, it's out of my hands. And so I am like, just happy the album's out, probably just going to let people enjoy it. And then, you know when the time comes that we feel inspired to make something new Mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, we'll, we'll do that. Um, But I think right now, like this album was so immersive and um, we're all just, we're all just working on different things. Uh, Like, I think we're just happy that it's out right now. We just want to let that be what it is for now. And then, and then, you know, take, go, go from there without, without overthinking the future. Definitely. Okay. Let it have its own spotlight. Yeah. All right. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, where I can shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So mm. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Uh, huh. Yeah. Hmm. 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 <laughs> well, we could go different ways on this. Uh, okay. I guess it would depend. I don't know. Maybe I need to go on death row so I can find out. Um, <laughs> so you can be in the right I, headspace. Right. I, I really need to experience it to know what to truly know. Of course. I mean, like, if I, like, there's one part of me where my gut reaction is, like, just get me, like, well, I was going to say, like, just get me, like, six black bean vegetarian quesaritos from Taco Bell, and I'll just, like, dominate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is I need to know that I'm going to be executed like very shortly after yeah. I do that because I know that I would get super sick from that. Yeah. So my thought is if like I'm about to eat and I am going to die like an hour later, let's mm-hmm. go just keep them coming. Something like that. Like, like I have many like fast food guilty pleasures. Um, but if, if it's, if it's not going, you know, the, the trash route, I definitely, um, some of my favorite foods are like Thai food, uh, like, like Japanese ramen. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I feel like if I could get like 
depends on depends on where it's coming from. If I'm getting if I'm in death row in the Midwest, uh-huh. I'm a little scared to get some fresh, uh, you know, some fresh Thai food. But yeah. maybe if I'm on the coast, maybe if I'm dying in California or New York City or something, yeah. maybe I'm getting just some like amazing uh like penang curry or like some uh even even just like even though it's so basic like a good pad thai is like mm-hmm. insane so true um or like drunken noodles are good uh i'm a big fan of indian food too yeah. i've been i went to india my stepdad's from india and i went there like a long time ago and or like like yeah when i was when i was like 14 or something um but yeah I'm, I'm a big anything with spice is kind of my my energy or just like flavor so like yeah. but yeah i don't know i know it's like such a uh, i'm not i'm not giving a specific answer but i <laughs> it's okay i would i would probably just be like one of everything one of all these one of all these things i like bring them in give me a give me a pad thai get me some get me some uh you know bean burritos yep get me some get me my my taco bell get me a a really nice local ramen shop you know tonkatsu uh and just bring them all in i'll eat it all make sure you execute me like right away so i don't get a stomach ache and die with a stomach ache like that's that'll be my horrible that'd be my big take yeah and a drink uh there you go i don't know uh i don't know um what goes with all that food nothing water uh let's taco bell water water would be great yeah. uh maybe like a maybe like a really high quality like gin and tonic or something mm-hmm. um or frankly if if i was to go with the taco uh the taco bell let me just say i don't drink a lot of soda anymore but like baja blast yeah is good only at taco bell yes if you the moment you take the cup outside of taco bell it's like it turns into like garbage water exactly the, yeah when it's when it's in the restaurant it's like there's this special like barrier they've created for the molecules of the drink and like the moment it steps outside this like radio wave barrier it just like it's disgusting but like when it's in the restaurant it's like wow this is this is, this so is pretty fire yeah yeah that's my theory that's like my that's my conspiracy theory you know we've got got all the q things going on we've mm-hmm. got we've got the classic you know, we've got aliens, we got all these yeah. things, but my, the only one I trust is they're doing something to that Baja Blast. The I second mean, you walk out the door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? I've thought about this. Um, Good to know. Good. I'm a big, well, no, I'm gonna think more. Um, oh. oh God! You no, no, I'll stick with. I'll stick with. I'll stick with it. Um, yeah. I'm a. I, I'm a big Nintendo guy. Um, I don't play a lot of like PlayStation or Xbox games or anything like that. Um, I'm. I'm pretty strictly a Nintendo guy. Uh, I. Th- I've thought about this before. Like, what game would I want to live in if I could live in a game? And my favorite game of all time is is a couple of the Legend of Zelda games. But okay. I don't know if I'd want to live in that world because like it's pretty dangerous. Yeah. So I honestly think maybe I'd want to live in like Pokemon world. Okay. Like that's solid. And just like catch these these little critters and and make them fight for my glory exactly. and and yeah. you know train them up and 
be friends with Pikachu or whatever, I think that would be a pretty good time. That would be yeah. pretty sick, yeah. All right. What? Okay, you tell me then. Like, what's your world that you want? Dive Wimpy Kid. And Peaky Blinders. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I, me and my wife watched a couple episodes, and we, we never went further. I think I went out of town, and we just never did it, but... It yeah. looks scary. It looked scary from like a scary world. <laughs> oh, it'd be horrifying. I'd die in like yeah. the first two days, but it'd be cool. Well, well, last, you know. You have a you have a great British accent. Yeah, exactly. I'd have a cool haircut and a, a cool hat. Yeah. You know. Do you do you like? Is are those are like British shows? Are those ones that you like? I mean, my like, mom watches like mainly British shows, but. Because, okay. like, have you seen like Sherlock, like BBC Sherlock? Yeah, oh, yeah. I made so my good. wife watch it. I, I had seen it a few years ago, and I made her watch it, and I was like, "This show's great." Mm-hmm. It's have pretty you fire. seen the um the newest Sherlock? I think it's called like Elementary. Mm-mm. Have you seen that one? It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. I I really like the Benedict uh, Cumberbund one. The yeah. <laughs> that one was that one was that one was like really good TV. Mm-hmm um interesting i the peaky blinders that threw me for a loop the oh. <laughs> that's the world you want to live in I'm like all right hey hey it's something hey. new to make stuff a little bit Our yeah, yeah. Hey, before uh, before you do that shane i have to ask what do you think of um robert downey jr's sherlock i'm sorry we're talking about sherlock now so hey oh like the movie mm-hmm. the i think it's three is it two okay. or three i might have seen one <gasps> and i don't have much of a memory of it so i must not have been like enamored with it but then again it was probably a long time ago okay um i'm only versed in like bbc sherlock yeah that's fair um but i think yeah i think i had only seen there is another sherlock there's another well there was a spoof on sherlock that will ferrell and yeah uh uh, john c Riley did and it was terrible oh god like, thank you it was horrible yeah it wasn't even like like i'm a big like like will ferrell's fine uh yeah. i'm a big john c Riley fan because mm-hmm. he's associated with like i'm a big i'm a huge like tim and eric fan i don't know if you know that stuff mm-hmm. but like it's like an adult swim show yeah. from a while back and then they've done a bunch of shows it's like it's like absurdist comedy like just weirdo stuff <laughs> but he was involved in that for a, yeah. long, a long time and like so i've always liked like i think that What's the one that, like Step Brothers, mm-hmm. is hilarious. Yeah. Like me and my wife will watch that every year or something, and it's just like it's it's like it's a lot, but it's it's funny. But yeah, some of the other ones, like the Sherlock one, I was like, wow, this is like really bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Not, this is not funny. Yeah, it. But. Yeah, my uh, family took my mom out to see it for like Mother's Day or something, and we all walked out of the theaters just like, wow, that was not good. Because yeah. it was so disappointing. Like, it's a good, like, I feel like cast, leading cast. But it was just so disappointing. Yeah, I mean, you go you go into those those movies typically and you kind of know, like, you're not going in for an Oscar-worthy thing. Yeah. But you're hoping to just have a good time and, like, hoping it's pretty funny. Yeah. And so when it's not, you're just like, mm, damn, this was not worth it. Yeah. yeah. I feel um. So I thought of asking the last question and every single person you've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. Okay. What's your favorite color? Uh, <laughs> I hate that question. Uh, 
What's a new? What's a better? No, just kidding. Um, uh, <laughs> Your questions suck. Give me a new one. What's a, my favorite color? This is one that's gonna take the longest. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's all good. If it comes, if it comes to clothes, I wear black the most just because it's easy. Yeah. Um, and it's classic. Like you literally can't go wrong with black anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's changed throughout time, but I, I think in the past year I've been more interested in like, again, I know this isn't a direct answer, but, uh, I think I've been more interested in like muted earth tones, like, yeah. um, like tans or like olive greens or, you know, like, like my favorite outfit combo right now is just literally like like even just like a black t-shirt like this or whatever. And then like, I have this pair of nice, like kind of like, like boutique khaki like things that I've yeah. been rocking and like, and then I'll have like, I bought some, like I, I treated myself a couple weeks ago and bought like some, like just classic, like Puma sneakers, like the Ooh. old, like old school, like yeah. kind of basketball, like vibe sneakers. And, like not really true so they're only like 60 bucks but i was just i never buy shoes like exactly, I, did that. Yeah. I was like oh this is cool and so like just an outfit like that simple anyway this that's not colored outfits but I, i'm saying i like i like i like just like like then again i i do like a good glaring neon now and again um it just it depends it always depends like uh again to tie it back to the, the the album or the previous conversation i think it's like actually i don't know how i was gonna tie it back i was gonna see if i could figure <laughs> okay. out how to get it there i was gonna i was gonna to take it there along the way and then i died um yeah i don't know it's just it just depends on depends on the context depends mm-hmm. on uh depends on what's going on so no again no direct answer but colors are fine with me all right okay colors That's are fair. great by me I think that you only gave us about two direct answers and those were the last (laughs) two questions. So I was kind of expecting that. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. 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 Um, So as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Are you going to give me a wraparound answer on that one too? Oh, no doubt. Uh, (laughs) I never give direct answers, but that's, I've done, I've done too many like interviews and all those things and there, and like I've listened to other people's and I'm like, like my my vow as of a while back was like i'm never going to give a boring generic answer mm-hmm. yeah my goal. we appreciate it we so, got a lot of those um, we do <laughs> yeah i i just think no one wants to hear that just say mm-hmm. just just say literally whatever something real and fun and just just word vomit to tie it yeah. back to the album of artistic vomit uh-huh. uh just just word vomited out and yeah, you never know no one wants your um, pr vomit. bullshit i i have nothing to plug uh just hope you like the album if you like that there's other albums that we've put out you can listen yeah. to those uh if you like that and you can't get enough i've been putting out some of my own solo music too you can check that out it's a brand new project so between all that there's plenty of stuff from the milk slash pat vibes to to get your brain in so hell yeah solid all right uh well thank you for now this has been pat from milk and we're the good noise podcast <laughs>